Hello, Kate here and welcome back to Smart Air First of all, world news. World leaders are warning that the war could last for years as Russia's invasion of Ukraine goes into its fifth month. Although actually, if we count the annexation of Crimea, we're talking about more like eight years. President Zelensky believes it's Russia's aim to destroy the whole of the Donbass region. Um, and he's asked for more weapons from the West to try and defend his country. Russia is continuing to destroy infrastructure and housing, and many civilians are trapped in buildings. There are also fears that Moscow is planning a fresh assault in Kharkiv, which is Ukraine's second city, um, as European leaders continue to argue with their MPs over the provision of arms and the increasing cost of energy. On to business news now. Well, it's another bad week for Elon Musk, with his new Tesla factories in Germany and the US losing billions of dollars due to battery shortages and supply disruptions in China. COVID lockdowns in Shanghai have obviously made it very difficult for manufacturers to operate, and Musk has been warning of job cuts for weeks now. Since the factories were opened earlier this year, there's been a lot of expense and practically no output. And Tesla's US site has been unable to ramp up production due to battery components being stuck at a Chinese port with no staff to move them. So they're there, but they can't get them out. The site will be closed again soon for a fortnight for upgrading works that will enable it to produce um, its very ambitious goal of 22,000 cars a week. Last week, the company put up the prices of all of its cars by around 5% due to the increase in raw material costs. And they are planning to shed around 5.5% of the global workforce as Musk has a super bad feeling about the economy. BMW has also begun production at its new $2.2 billion third facility in China, which will increase its annual output in the country from about 700,000 to well over 800,000. Musk is still involved in his $44 billion takeover bid for the social media company Twitter. And he's hinted at potential job cuts if the bid is successful, which seems at the moment to be hanging on data he's requested regarding fake accounts. He would want staff back in the office rather than remote working. And he's also been discussing the possibility of extraterrestrial life, which could be good news for him as aliens may soon be the only beings willing to work for him. Although it remains to be seen if they would be happy to leave the comfort of their UFOs to work in his offices. On to entertainment now. I know that many of you avidly followed the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial. It's all we heard about for weeks, maybe more, uh, which saw both parties liable for defamation in their lawsuits against each other in the end, although we could regard Depp as the overall winner. Heard is planning to appeal, um, and this case has split opinions with many people on his side and others claiming that she's actually a victim of misogyny. Now, the latest celebrities to split up are the 91-year-old media tycoon Murdoch and 65-year-old model-turned-actress Jerry Hall, who've announced their divorce after a six-year marriage. This will actually be Murdoch's fourth divorce and Hall's first because her previous wedding ceremony to Mick Jagger apparently wasn't legally binding. I mean, who knows why Hall, whose net worth is $20 million, married Murdoch worth over $17 billion? Maybe it was his sparkling charisma. On to sport now. I know we've got some big sporting events coming up over the summer, 
Um, at the moment, we've got cricket going on with England and New Zealand. And of course, in motor racing, we had Red Bull's Max Verstappen hold off a late challenge from Ferrari's Carlos Sainz to win top place on the podium in the Canadian Formula One Grand Prix uh, a few days ago for the first time in his career. And they actually started the final 15 laps nose to tail after a late safety car, but Verstappen managed to hold on with older tyres. Lewis Hamilton came third for Mercedes after a sticky season he's had with serious back pain. On to self-development now. We're going to talk about stress because stress can be useful um, in that it helps you to get tasks done. But when it becomes the norm rather than the exception, it can have extremely negative effects on the mind and therefore the body. And our symptoms range from headaches and trouble sleeping to mood swings, even hallucinations and delusions. We're most vulnerable to stress when we're experiencing a major life change, such as moving house, starting a new job, death, uh, any major change, poor physical health if you have a health problem, and, and, and also obviously not getting enough sleep. Now, everybody has a different threshold. So something that's stressful for one person might not necessarily be stressful for another. So you need to know your own stress threshold. But what can we do about it in today's hectic world? Well, first of all, you need to recognize what your triggers are. So don't think about other people. Which situations make you feel stressed and how can you avoid them? Or if you can't avoid them, how can you develop coping strategies? Manage your time. Now, I know this, these seem obvious, but actually, if you really prioritize your activities, you won't feel so overwhelmed if you just pick off those that are most important first. You can practice relaxation techniques such as deep breathing and meditation. Now, I initially thought these were a little bit hippy-dippy, but I'm a complete meditation convert now. Uh, I actually do a 10-minute mini meditation every morning, and I also use it if I'm experiencing moments of stress or anxiety. I've really noticed a difference over time, but that is the key. You need to do it regularly, making it a daily habit. Obviously, people talk about exercise being great for stress, but it's true. Make the time to go for a walk, go for a bike ride, join a dance class, do yoga, anything that you enjoy. Because nowadays, there are so many options from just being outside in nature, which is obviously great for the mind, to, to going to the local gym or a swimming pool, or even just finding an exercise app on your phone and doing something at home. And it releases stress-relieving hormones. And, and whilst it can be hard to get started, afterwards, you really do reap the benefits. Make sure you get enough time for yourself. Now, this can be tough if you have a busy job and a family, but it's really essential to do something that you enjoy, either once a day if you can, or at least once a week. So reading a book, getting a massage, taking a long bath. Eat well. I mean, here in Europe, we are very lucky to have a, the Mediterranean diet with fresh quality ingredients, and you can even try growing uh, your own fruit and veg in your garden or on a balcony if you have one. They say you are what you eat, although I personally am a bit guilty of comfort eating and demolishing a bar of chocolate in one sitting. Get enough sleep. This is really important. And again, meditation can help. Find ways to fall asleep or go back to sleep if you keep waking up thinking about what you need to do the next day. Talk to somebody, it could be a family member, a friend, or if you prefer an outside view, there's no longer a stigma around speaking to a counsellor or a coach. It can be really helpful to get an outside opinion. So if it's work-related and you feel you can, you could talk to your boss or HR manager if you're struggling at work. And take things one day at a time. So that's all from Smart Erudy. 
Remember to check out the vocabulary on Super Brian as always, and I'll talk to you soon. Take care now.